thing for a while Been in this thing for a while You don't even know my pain You can't even match my style You don't even know this game Been in this thing for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in this thing for a while Been in this thing for a while Yeah Yeah Alrighty, man. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome yeah. back. That's a song thing coming in, man. Mo, what up, man? Man, what up, man? It's another week in the books, man. It it's... is another week. It's my line, bro. Ah, my bad, just, man. I, 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 I thought you switched out. I was playing the point guard right now. No, no, no. I was just, I was, I was letting it marinate. So, All right, man. my bad. Letting the people welcome into the conversation, man. We happy y'all are here. Another week in the books, man. Be getting some good feedback out here. If you know, if you're new here. We appreciate you. Go to AWITB2022. Leave us some comments, likes, rates about the show, wherever you listen to it at. But this is the constant conversation amongst black men about everyday stuff, man. Being better. Mm-hmm. Uh, for another episode and other things that we were talking about. That's what we're, our goal and our focus is. Continue to elevate and be better. Uh, we start with news and relevant events. We get into content and what we thoughts for the week as far as the subject matter. Mo, you hit me up. Yeah. We're going to get right into it. You hit me up this week, man. This is the biggest story probably in America right now, surprisingly. I was in Nashville. My mom asked me about this, bro. My mom asked me about this. We talked about this at brunch at my homegirl's birthday brunch. This was the topic of the conversation at the table. Uh, So this story is big. You hit me up. I've talked about it on Old Deck. I've talked about it on Dead End Sports this week. Still, still, still there's more to say. God! Absolutely. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, hey. This is is a different, but the crazy, the thing is, there's a different perspective for all of them. Okay. They get the hip-hop perspective, but on Deck, sports perspective. But now we really get to just dig into the mental part of it, the mental aspect of it. Because I, boy, I was, I was nailed to the stake in the group chat for defending John. Of course, if you've been under a rock, absolutely. We're talking about John Morant. John Morant plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. If you're not a sports fan and you're listening to this podcast, he is one of the premier superstars of the NBA. John Morant was suspended early in the season for flashing a gun in a strip club in Denver. Um, he apologized, went to rehab, said he was dealing with anxiety, and got over it, and went to the playoffs and lost to the Lakers. John Morant's now in the offseason. Recently, he was in a car with one of his homeboys. They were on live. John Morant flashed the gun again. Riding around listening to the NBA. Young um, since that happens, being the second time, a lot of media backlash old black men really well i can't wait to get into that mm-hmm. um the grizzlies have suspended him you know nothing's really going on in the next so people saying what does that even mean but the main thing is he's getting a lot of backlash just for making bad decisions being a young black man in america 
Mo, you hit me up. You wanted to talk about this. You said you hoped it wouldn't be overkill because you had some thoughts that you wanted to get off about it. So what I'm going to do is step out of the way. I'm going to clear out and throw you the ball. I'm going to let you cook on what you thought about it. And I want to see how that lines up to where I am with it right now. Uh, contrary to Bobby you not Blue. being a sports fan at all, I gotta throw that in there. Yeah. I was, yeah, that's I was what makes it perfect. You even knew you sports. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> I love this. John Morant, John Rule, like Ja Rule, John Rule. Uh, ja when he start playing basketball, man, like, that's where he been at all this time. Um, contrary to popular belief that some people may think my stance would be here. Um, I don't really even take a stance here. Like I, I, I'm curious to wait, 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 stop. What did you think that people thought your stance would be? Oh, I'm about to dog him. I'm about to, I'm about to get on him. Crazy. I don't know because I'm always like, oh, the music, oh, the this, oh, the that. So I imagine people probably like, oh, Mo's probably about to go on one of these rants about, you know, uh, I got text too much. <laughs> really? What? What Mo-i? is that? It's a Moai man. He, he didn't check on it, blue. Yeah, I, I'm on Adderall like Joe. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, nah, but it, I my first question when I seen it was like, what's the timeline of this? Was that an inst- Was that a live or was that a video uploaded? That was my first question before anything, before I reacted to anything. What is the timeline on this? Was this around the same time and it just happened to get uploaded? Uh, this was real time. It was oh, in time. real time. Okay, this thank you for time, yes. confirming that. As sir. soon as his, as soon as his homeboy saw, of course, they're aware of the situation from the previous time. As soon as his homeboy saw, he had the gun. Immediately ended the live with his phone down. But that was too late. Okay. okay so, I'm not mad at Here's why I think people are so upset The older men upset This is what I think they're Why they're upset I was a young boy I'm a person This is why I'm not I'm shooting Bell But I'm not shooting Bell fully But here's why I shoot some Bell I'm 33 I've been to jail three times One time in college Two times as a grown man And they're all They're all tied to drinking Just as of recent I finally have Sobered up fully and and start to have to do some real intel on. Okay, you might have a real problem. You might be a functioning addict. You got an issue. But I said all that to just say that, like, going to jail twice for a DUI, anybody will look at you like, bro, are you serious? You mean tell me? And if I if it had happened sooner, I would actually had to do real time. I just got outside of like the five five years. Somebody was telling me you had to do three years. Like if if I was like under that five year gap. Well, I, I guess it depends on where you are. But if yeah. you get it within a certain amount of time, you definitely got to do a mandatory forty five days. Okay. Uh, most people will look at me like, "Are you stupid, bro? You got a DUI at twenty two, then you get another DUI at twenty seven. What is wrong with this nigga? Anybody, if I was in a public spotlight as an NBA star, everybody would be like, I thought he learned his lesson. Now, mind you, it's totally different now because they might give me more bail and they may go harder because they're like, you would think in five years he would have learned something. All right. Tying that back to Ja. 
I'm not going to be all the way on his top because he's caught with the same thing again with the gun thing. Because sometimes you do something dumb and then you think, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I may do it again, but I'm going to try to do it a better way not getting caught most of us have done that some of y'all didn't sold drugs some of y'all was f- finessing with women some of y'all was doing stuff y'all weren't supposed to be doing when you got caught you said sorry you went back to it you just tried to do it better so a lot of them dudes that on on there trying to be play don't act like you didn't go back to doing the same thing and just tried to do it better and not get caught so that's why i shoot bell now why i don't shoot bell is why what is it with the gun thing bro I would have had a water gun and made jokes of it. Like you did this whole interview with Jalen Rose. What what is it with the gun thing? What is why is this like I, I like I'm already I'm rocking the young boy. I like this gangster hard neck dark energy, whatever y'all like, whatever y'all talking about. I like all that. I'm here for it. Why is the next level of getting hyped on a song that's playing in a stereo of, of your homie's car? I gotta have a gun. Now I can really rock out. What? I don't understand that. I'm not mad at him. I just don't understand it. All right, so let's oh, let's let's dive in. What does a gun make you feel like? Hey, Man, you, are you a gun owner? I am not, not at the not moment. A, not at the moment, but I'm definitely you on the way. Advocate or you against it? Like, what are you? I, you I definitely think we should. Right. So it's not even a man, but it's protection, right? Okay. Right. So a gun is protection. We're talking about a 23 year old kid that makes upwards of 300 million dollars a year. Do you think that he thinks that he needs protection? I, it shouldn't nah. be a hard question. Hold on, dude. Nah, yes, nah I, I can't say, say yes, that. Nigga. I can't say that because he ain't. You know, where where have hard, you seen? Bro. Where have you had moments like these in real time where you felt like you needed to be protected in your life experience? He's a multi-million dollar black man in America. Yeah, he needs yes, protection. Get bro. get over. Yeah, get like over. He, get in target. line with no, the no, rest no. of them. You're you're a target. I would I would I would I would say. Why are you so that special? probably 80% of the NBA guys carry guns. I would okay. say that. Okay. They just don't do what Jai do. So we can't agree that the reason fine. that yeah, he, he has fine. He can, he is for protection. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now I'll go into the part of him being a 23-year-old. Mm-hmm. Right? You say, well, why are you flashing this gun? What generation is he from? Uh, I mean, what was he listening to? Yeah, he's in when the, you look the, at the when you look at the videos of the nigga that he was listening to. What do you see? Guns. We on the beat. Shirt off. Yeah. We drinking. Like that's a representation of the mindset that he was in, right? He grew up probably on Chief Keef. Absolutely. And people keep saying, "Oh, but he from the suburbs, man." Like I don't even know why he's trying to act gangster. It's not trying to act gangster, bro. He's just. Like we've talked about plenty of times on this. I grew up listening to Master P, Cash Money, Tupac, like that shit. You thought that that was it. Like when you went out and you faced the world, that stuff that they were talking about, your perception was I'm dealing with the same fucking thing because I can relate to it so much. These same things are affecting me. So how Master P said, handle your enemies or deal with your friends or whatever it was he was preaching, I was with it. So I would assume the same thing goes for him as a 23 year old multi hundred millionaire like when he's listening to chief keith he's listening to uh nba young boy like you said like he can relate to that rich niggas with money who he feels like i'm not necessarily sure if it's true but he feels like people want to get okay. like nigga, I, he feels like he got a target on his back right 
I would mean, you agree with that? I, I don't. No. I can't agree with that though. I can't agree. What with makes that. you say that? Because it's just like I'm, and I, I'm not. Twenty three. You got plenty of room. I, and I'm basing that off of the videos. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm what, there's some, so there's some words he says. Now he not. I'm, I'm basing that off of he's showing. Like, do you know any niggas that age right now? Like, do you do you have normal conversations with people no, like twenty twenty? No, not normal conversations. No, not at this moment. Okay. Oh. Uh, I I would venture out to say that him being at age and the big dog of his clique, his family, or whatever it may be, he would you agree that it probably feels like that he thinks he has to protect all of these people around him? I'm the alpha male. I'm the big dog. Everybody depending on job. That's I, a, I, would you say that's normal? That is normal. I think you I think you focus on the wrong part though. Okay, what do you mean? You're focusing on why he has to. That's not my question. What's your question? My question is, why are you flashing the gun? That's the generation we grew up. Okay. The same why? reason that I had gold teeth and wore big baggy pants and big t-shirts and all of the stuff that I did with the generation of music that I listened to. That's that. It was normal. Okay. Like so any video, any any of the people that we just named that he may listen to, go look at their videos. What are they doing? The same thing that he's doing in his videos, flashing the guns. Mimicking the lyrics of the song, okay. and I'm not excusing it. No, at no, we just, just trying to establish the mindset, right? I'm just trying to establish because people are trying to act like they can't understand yeah. why he would flash the gun. Like I, I want people to know, like there is a reason that he done this. Yeah. Now yeah. we not, may not be privy to it, and it may be deeper than what I'm saying, but I, from what I know about people that age, what they listen to, what I've seen from Ja. The data is out there. What he consumes is music. What he consumes is culture. That kind of persuades him to doing things like this. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, if, when we were in that age, and me and you, different generation, so I can t- I can see that. You know, what I mean, it's it's unfortunate. That's what the cool is right now. That's the reality. Like you said, that's the cool right now. It's. You know, unfortunately, we on this demon time. We on this, you know. <laughs> there we go. Murder right. time. That's, we on this. That's it. Spin that's the block, what you see out there. Get now. it back in blood time. We on, you know, it's unfortunate. Like, I ain't on that time at all. Just let me be clear. But, like, they on that type of time is with normalized music. With the culture now. It's normalized. It's normalized. So, it's, that's where I'm like, okay, we. It's hard because back in the day when Luke came out and they had that parental advisory and it's it was good. Like, okay, cool. They can't shut us down from having free freedom of speech. But now we're I feel like we're back in the cycle again, but because that was approved, which is fine. Now we're back again. I'm like, okay, well, how much is like how much of this can still be Approved, but then it's like it always gonna come a question. Okay, if y'all wanna filter hip hop, you have to filter movies, you have to filter TV, you have to you know, and it's it's always, but I still I always feel this way. And people can get on get on my type and say, "Bro, what about this that?" But I, bro, hip hop is to me the most influential wavelength. To me, yeah, because people don't get up and watch the same movies every day. They don't get up and watch the same TV shows every day. Yeah, but with music, that's something that you interact with on a daily basis. And a small so commitment it affects your mindset, right? It's a com- great small great point. Small it's a commitment. commitment. Every day, like when I was growing up, like it was a commitment. I can listen to this Master P, listen to this Tupac, listen to the hottest whatever's out, 
and that's going to influence my my person, my mood, all of that. So the same thing reigns true with the new generation. Now, my question and what bothered me the most about it to continue the conversation is people's reaction to it. And here's the conversation that I was having in the group chat where most people were disagreeing with me. I can give job pass at this in the sense of I don't know if something is wrong with him. Like we so quick, we talk about mental health on here a lot. So I had to be the person to point this out in the group chat. And people were receptive of it, but maybe not in agreement. Like we don't know if something is wrong with him. And, and what I say when I mean that, imagine being a 23-year-old who has $300 million. And I know there are other kids in the NBA, similar contracts maybe, similar processes, but that still doesn't take away from his experience. So you're talking about a nigga who has all of this money, who's the head of his household, the head of his friend group. Even though his dad's there, his dad don't make $300 million. Mm-hmm. So when people want stuff done, they're coming to me. I'm dealing with all the pressures and the anxieties of being John Morant. So when I'm with my friends and I, I feel like that I can relax, these are the things that I do. This is what 23-year-olds do. When people are calling for the immediate, they're calling for immediate, like, I can't think of a word. But they they want him to be disciplined. Yeah, immediate discipline. They want him, well, he should be suspended 50 games. This is the second time. This nigga dumb. All, all we're thinking about is his money. I've heard plenty of people say he's jacked $30 million because of the previous incident. He didn't make the first team All-NBA, which makes yeah. him lose out on $39 million. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anyone in the media, any of the conversations I had, I haven't heard anyone say, and this is the reason that I wanted to bring it here and was open to talking about it with you, haven't heard anyone ask like I wonder is he okay I wonder if he's dealing with depression anxiety I wonder if this is his way of lashing out because like you said before I label him stupid for for this happening two times why wouldn't I give him the benefit of doubt and be like well maybe something wrong with bro like maybe he does need professional help yeah and for the people in the media not like I've seen I don't know with Michael Wilbon, Stephen A. Smith, mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp, Charles Barkley, all of these older black men, and they're like, they're so upset that he did this for the second time. They're so upset that he broke a rule. They're so upset that he's missing out on money. But I haven't heard anyone, and I talked about this when we were talking about the hip-hop part of it, the cool niggas, Fat Joes, all the people in hip-hop that are cool to Job ja Morant. I haven't heard anyone be like, you know what? Try to get bro contact information and reach out to him to see if he was okay. Mm. Are you good? Because it doesn't look like anyone around him is able to ask him that question and get a true answer. It seems like that he's like acting like he's good. He's saying the right things when he gets caught. But I see this nigga guzzling uh, a fifth for Cosmigos on another Instagram post. I see this nigga posting the gun and riding in the fucking Camry like I was saying on On Deck with four niggas like what are you doing in the Camry so all of that doesn't lead me to believe yeah. that he's just purposely being stupid 
me having gone through situations where I wish someone would ask me, hey man, are you okay? I haven't heard anyone say that about him. I haven't heard anyone say, hey man, I just wanted to reach out to the brother and see if he was all right. Because this seems strange and it seems dumb on the surface, but maybe there's something else going on. And that goes to what this podcast is for and what you and I talk about. Sometimes it's not just the surface level shit where you can call a nigga dumb. Sometimes there's a lot more going on that we don't feel comfortable talking about because no one else around us can relate to the situation. Who around him can relate to being a multi-million dollar nigga that has to take care of everything and it changed within the span of four years. He went from broke, nobody knowing who he was. He wasn't highly regarded college uh, recruit. None of that was for him. One team wanted him in college, Murray State. He turned that into being the second overall pick in the NBA. That's a hell of an incension. And people are not taking into account before they call him dumb, before they call him stupid, before they say, oh, this is his second time. He should be suspended 50 games. No one is really taking the time out to be like, damn, I wonder is dude okay? That was the first thing to hit my head again because I've said I've been in that situation where everybody think it's good and everybody think you're good. However, the shit going on where you just wish somebody would pull you to the side. Be like, hey, bro, you good? You want to talk about it? Can I help you with anything? What you say to that? Nah, man, I, I agree, bro. I, I just, we just, as a unit, man, hurts my feelings, you know. Because people think money is so important. They look at him well, and they say, oh, he got all money, that money. But, but, why would he need help from and me? And that always, I hate when I, I'm like, bro, how much, enough, how much is enough? You know what I mean? That's always my question. But not about the money. It's just, y'all, we get on here. Y'all know our, y'all know our fight. You know our fight. You got a job to do. Yeah. Y'all got a job to do. Y'all got to speak about the current topics. Yes. It's the biggest topic in the country right now. Yes. But, but when, at what point do we ask the questions like Spike Lou says? Are you okay? At what point do we start to, to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to holler at bro behind closed doors. But what I'm going to say here is yes, fair is fair. He did break the rules and we're gonna, he's going to be, he's going to have to deal with it. That's, that's life. But I'm gonna I'm gonna fly down to Memphis, so I'm gonna fly down where you at, and I just want to talk to him. I ain't here to report well, nothing. At the very least, just give him a fucking call. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I'm just yeah. Least, just reach out to him, a text. Yeah, that it's it is because I mean of course because what we do is we take our trauma, we take our life lessons, we take our personal. One thing I I, I don't I hate when you're having a conversation with a person and you're talking about something and it has nothing to do with them but they automatically in insert themselves into taking it personal now and it had nothing to do with them but now because they want to connect or relate to it so much now they say it's oh so what are you trying to say about me or what are you saying about so and so or and it's like it has nothing to actually do it was never even so it's like here y'all come in here y'all take it so personal get so aggressive and so he's dumb he's an idiot he's this but what do y'all do when he when y'all find out like ah oh, he wasn't right. something wrong they did the same thing when ti got caught with them guns again remember when it happened the second time and remember, yeah, he had made that ready for whatever. He's like, I'm thinking first Michael Vick, now this too. Not exactly. Yeah. And he had to explain what would you have done. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm but what I'm... Kids, yeah, but yeah, it's like, bro, I had to... 
protect my kids, my 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 sanity. So if I'm going to prison for this, y'all looking at me dumb, like how you get caught with guns again? But I'm trying to protect my family. Taking it back to Josh, like we we give white athletes and women athletes, other athletes, period, that are not black. We give them even celebrities that are not black. We give them the cushion and the complexity. I spoke about previous episodes of okay, maybe there's a mental health issue, maybe there's child trauma. We give people so much. We pull out a rope of issues before we try to play judge and jury of the person. When it comes to us, we just you just a dumb nigga. You just you just a stupid nigga. You sh- there's no reason you should uh, be doing this. You making thirty million. There's no reason you should. You the number one player. Then there's no reason you got endorsements. What are you talking about so what does that mean when i go to sleep at night what does that mean when i wake up in the morning well, yeah, my, what does that mean when i'm dealing with something what right? yeah what does that mean when i'm and, my heart broken if i was with somebody and and we broke it what does that mean what if it's just too much pressure like the thing that Ooh. i think about it god forbid i said this in the text message it's like how would all of these people people feel to call him dumb or whatever it may be like if they woke up and they said he something had happened like he inflicted bodily harm on himself and didn't make it like what happens then everybody playing this sad story oh man he was such a great kid and he was going through troubles like why can't you address that in the moment versus something that that serious having to happen for you to believe like you said people are so caught up in he's stupid they're so caught up in putting themselves in his shoes and how he squanders an opportunity and thinking about the money and they're thinking about the opportunity and the chances and all the different things that come with all oh, you lost this because you did this however what about how i'm feeling right here in the moment yeah who can help me with what i'm dealing with and it's hard for someone like him to say that like yeah. could you imagine being job around people feel like it's this fucking kids feel like it's a superhero Right? Yeah. Can you imagine him coming out publicly and being like, "Man, I, I'm having a hard time dealing with all of this." Yeah. We've talked yeah. about that on this show before. How do you even frame it as a black man? There's no space anywhere in the world where you can tell me that it's like for us, where you can tell me like, "Man, I don't, I don't know how to deal with this, bro." Well, you feel comfortable saying that? You're married with kids. Like, it, it, I'm jumping out on a limb here, but correct me if I'm wrong. You're not a hundred percent confident. Maybe you are. I don't want to speak to your relationship. But even going to your, your wife and being like, hey, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can do this. That's a hard thing to say, bro. Mm-hmm. Especially when people have been expecting things out of you for a long time. It's hard for you to be like, bro, this shit is fucking with me. Mm-hmm. I can't get a hold on it. I don't feel like that I'm doing it as good as I could, and that's bothering my psyche. So when I go out, I drink in excess. I hang out with my friends probably a little too much. Mm-hmm. Go a little overboard maybe because I'm drunk and you may see a gun being flashed. But the root cause behind is being like, bro, I'm having a hard time. And people are expecting him to be mature enough to come out and say that. Versus someone being like, hey, bro, are you okay? Bro. Like- and that's really disappointing being a part of media, yeah. seeing that out there. Like with him, of course we gotta hold him responsible. You yeah, can't you gotta just get say, that. You have to be held to some responsibility, but at the same time, you have to be inquisitive and care enough about black men to be like, hey, maybe there's something else going on, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 
So I know last time you spoke about it, you didn't like the idea of them disciplining him because he said he was going to seek help and all of that. You feel different this time? I didn't like the idea of the NBA discipline him. Yeah, like, yeah, you said last time, like, nah, if I said I'm taking care of it on my own, what? why do you need to step in and tell me I, I need to well, be suspended? I no, I, I mean, I get it. I, so it's different this time. That, like, yeah, he signs a contract, okay. the morality clauses, the things. Shout out to my guy, Sean Washington, and you're talking about this in, in the chat. Yeah, I mean, you work for a company. The company has certain expectations of, yeah, of course. So okay. you have to hold up to those clauses that are in those contracts because you signed them and there's a lot of money tied to it. I just wish that before the parties that are paying out those contracts or that invested in those deals with them, I wish before they came out and said, made a press release saying we're releasing him, that they tried to find out what's wrong. That they made the press release to show that they were concerned yeah. with what he has going on and this is not normal behavior. Yeah. There are a lot of 23-year-olds in the NBA. There's a lot of people that make a lot of money. None of them are flashing guns. It's a different world we right? live in now, bro. Like it's well, I, that, true. It's a different that, world we live that, in. I'm yeah. just, I, I'm, I'm speaking to the point of, we try to call John Morant dumb. We try to say that we've seen this before, but we haven't. Like there are people in the league his age, making his type of money, may not be as popular as him, but they're not flashing guns. Yep. So why would we ask ourselves yep. versus calling him stupid? Versus casting him off as just some nigga who's doing a dumb thing. Why wouldn't we ask ourselves, well, what's wrong with him? Yeah. And you know. Like, what's wrong? Like, yeah. And and, and it, I'm not saying this. And don't. This is not a narrative I'm creating. But I'm going to say this. I can't speak to any other ethnicity when I speak to this. But I've been around and been a part of, unfortunately. There's a lot of trauma that comes in black families and there's a lot of and I'm not saying this is Jai's experience but let's just go there for a second molestation runs rampant that's a that is a thing a heavy thing and I've, I've I mean I can't tell you how many people I've talked to black how many family members I've talked to the experience is like I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard this before where you didn't even realize that was something was wrong so what if that was his experience right what if he had that same experience where it's like now when I arm myself with a gun, I'm thinking about this person or now I listen to this music. I'm thinking about I feel protected. Now I feel equivalent like he may he could be the only person that knows this. And it may not be that it could be some personal that happened to him. Nobody knows. But other than that, his life has been pretty good. Quotation marks. But something personally could have happened to him. And when he listens to this type of music and when he arms himself with these guns and flashing it, it makes him feel good about whatever ha had a hold on him or has taken advantage of him at a prior time that maybe nobody knows about. But again, just to put a bow on it, go back to Spike Lou's question. Hey, bro, what's wrong? What's going on? It's a simple question, bro. Simple. It's a really simple question that we that we don't take the time out to ask him. So quick to jump to conclusion. Yeah. Oh, this nigga just stupid. Yeah. Nah, I mean, what? I wouldn't consider him dumb. I want to know what's going on. Yeah, they got to be something more than that. Yeah, you always say ask, take, ask more questions. That's another question. Let's take time. Let's be like, we should be as careful with each other. We need to be more careful with each other. I'll say that. Yep. Before we start calling each other dumb. Before we start saying all oh, that nigga ain't this and this and that. We should be more careful with people in general. And yep. Especially us. Because we know how it feels. Going like we know how it feels to grow up like this. We know how it feels to be in these situations where nobody understands. That's our 
our strength is. So we should be able to give each other more reasonable doubt in order to work it out. And we can call out when you bullshit. Like you ask him what's wrong and he tell you, oh, really? that's that's horse shit. Like that, you can at least have that information and call him out on it and be real with him. But let's mm-hmm. just not cast him off as dumb. Yeah. All right, man. Well, keep your head up, Jai, and you know more will be revealed. Yeah. I wish the best for Jai, man. I still fuck with it. Um, next thing, man. I thought this. I saw this was interesting, especially with what we talked about in the pre-show that you guys are here at some point. Uh, <laughs> there was a family in Memphis, Mo. Uh, they were having a family outing, nice Sunday dinner, and they were going to Houston's restaurant on Poplar. And when they went to the Houston's restaurant on Poplar, the manager came to him and said, "Hey, man, y'all smell like weed. Y'all need to get out because you can't be in here smelling like weed." And a couple thought that they got to be talking with somebody else because we don't even smoke. Went sit down with their family. And the manager when it got the police, when it got the police and said, "Hey, these they, they smell like weed. I don't want them in my restaurant. They can come back tomorrow when they smell better. Put them out of the restaurant." This couple is now suing Houston's for discrimination because they got put out for smelling like weed. Mm-hmm. Mo, I just want to ask you a simple question about this as far as your thoughts. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, did, did, it's like, did they really smell like weed? Doesn't matter. I, I think he, he went way over the over the top. I definitely think it's over the top. Okay. Um, police ball is probably over the top, but like, even feeling the audacity that you can tell me to leave that I smell like weed. It's my restaurant, bro. No, I smoke. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's if it's your restaurant, Louis, well. you say I don't want drunk niggas up in here. Loud drunk niggas up in here. Belligerent, drunk, acting out is but, different. But everybody's itch is different. Smelling it, like weed. But it's your. But that's because you're involved. But if it's your place of business, and you say I, I don't want that in here, bro. I've asked you to leave. Do I have weed on me? Like, are y'all gonna search me? I mean, I don't think you should, I should be tried like for it. You don't be tried for it or nothing. But I mean, like, yeah, that ain't fair, bro. You can't put me out. You saying I smell like weed? I mean, but if what does it have your, to do? What? What, what does it have to do with you serving steak in Houston and and fucking spinach still? I mean, if it's a rule like no no shirt, no shoes, weed smelling, no service, cool. Nah, but if I you ain't, yeah, bro, yeah, that's not a rule though. I mean, if, a if, rule. Unless if they got what it, I, what, if, what if I wear weed smelling cologne? What if I'm just so intoxicated with the smell of weed and I love it so much that I just spray on hemp cologne? And when I walk in, I just smell like a plant. Hey man, be now I ain't smoke no weed. I ain't smoke no weed. I just love the smell of weed. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. what say you to that? Like that's I mean, if it's if it's an established rule of your place, I mean that's your place. I ain't coming here no more. Then, What's like the you go someplace, they be like, like, oh, you can't, can't use coupons. Smelling like weed, huh? The, the the established rule be, oh, you can't come here smelling like weed. Along with no shirt, no service, no pants, no service, no dog, no dogs on the inside, no. Uh, Card only or cash only job or like well, I'm gonna put it. It's in that list, bro. It's there's a list of things where you be like, man, get out of. You know how you see black people get mad about something they don't like about a place. Like ah, oh, they talking about they only do card. Oh, they only. But this gotta, ain't a black thing. The only no, ain't no try to. Put no, I, I, no, it's not a black thing. I'm not saying like the whole things. But I'm just saying what 
what we see black people get annoyed by. Hey, white people get annoyed by silly stuff too. So let me not put it in one corner. So nonetheless, if it's established in that those line of rules, like, hey, bro, we don't we don't allow that in here, then that, it is what it is. It's my restaurant. Like now, if the police say, well, you can't take people out, or however they rule this and say, yo. You can't put people out for smelling like weed, then it's like, all right, well, I guess I can't. But like, if 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 it's my business and this is my rule, whatever, I keep that same energy with anybody coming in and smelling like weed. Like, it's my place. Like, it's my business. I, I think that's just a bullshit. That's just a bullshit precedent. Because now I could be like, oh, well, I don't like your T-shirt. I don't like your glasses. I don't like that hat you got on. I don't like the color of your skin. Like, do you it's, see the slippery nice try, slope that buddy. you get on? Nice try. Nah, that, that's the slope that you get on when you start telling people, "Oh, just because of my personal preferences about something, I'm going to kick you out of this business establishment." It's How not is that? This business is my this business. Is a, my business. This is America. And this is my business in the country I live in. Dude, the other day, me and my wife was, and my daughter was in Dollar Tree. Dude, black dude coming there. Dude had the joint. Like just ashed out Walking around with the joint It's like so loud Me and my wife like Bro Shirt I'm like what is I said boy I know we getting old I said boy I know we getting old Cause this dude right in here Got joint in the mouth Bro it ain't even like You ain't put it in your pocket <sighs> Smell that like this Did that offend you? Yeah Or it was cause your daughter was there? Yeah I, I well, mean, I wasn't. I wasn't offended. I wasn't offended. We, bro like, I wasn't offended I wasn't offended, bro I wasn't offended I just was like More side. So You, you just wish he was more professional you pretty much it's just like bro because it, it, it's I, i've always learned sometimes you it's like, like some stuff is just not that deep I, just consider like it, considering you and your family consider it period like i i don't know i just it's like well, i just aren't like you stuff ain't aren't that you kind of being aren't you kind of being a sticker for feeling like he has to be a certain way to come in here i'm just coming to the dollar tree to buy something bro like why i gotta put my if i smoke weed and I don't think nothing's wrong with it. Why I gotta put my weed out or worry about how I smell? I'm just coming here to buy water. Mm-hmm. I'm just coming here yeah. to get the dollar treats or whatever the fuck it may be. Why yep. I gotta worry about you and your daughter and your yep. wife? You're right. And guess what? I didn't like it, but I ain't say nothing because it ain't my business. Not my business. If this was my business and I felt that, you I would have a conversation. I would have what a conversation. Okay. And even in the restaurant, I would have said, "Hey, look, look, bro." I, I don't really allow this up in here, bro. You got the joint in your mouth and all that. I get it. You might have just came in trying to run and get something quick. That's cool. But bro, if you come back in here like that, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to let you I'm gonna have to let you out, bro. Like that's that's it. So I'll let you so off with a warning. I ain't gonna go crazy on the first one, but it's like I don't let's say you had a restaurant. Okay. Let's say you had a restaurant. I came in there and we just got through blowing it down in the car. Hot box. <laughs> we trying to get our appetite right. And your daughter working the register, you come you know, we just trying to get some wings, bro. You have a problem with that? Me, I mean, I I don't like it, but I ain't about to necessarily put you out. But I, I'm not mad at people doing it. Like what don't you like about it? Do you feel like people are being disrespectful by smelling like weed? I I mean, I just think I I just think it's like you couldn't put any kind of effort into like you're gonna smoke, you're gonna get it off, you're gonna be high, feeling good, whatever. That's your whatever. You can't take a second, bro, to try to like mask the smell. Cause yeah, I, why do I care? Why do I care? I smoke weed. Okay, and why do I care? I, I, I run a business. How you feel about? And it. I run a business. I care nothing about you. You want to stink? Stink over there, buddy. Like go over there. <laughs> take that stink over there. You hide. So, you got so, so you're putting, Take it to so seven eleven. What if a homeless person? What if a, a person that just stinks come in there that ain't took a bath? 
Like, are you putting them out? Are you as offended? You're going to have to step out and I'll have a conversation with you outside the restaurant, brother. You need a little bit. We got a little stuff left over. You come back at this time. We'll look out for you, brother. It's my business. It ain't none of my business, bro. It ain't none of my business, man. If I'm running the business, bro, like, if you come in there smelling like weed, like, it. And I get I, I'm speaking this as a weed smoker, so I, I of course am so I don't know what your stick is. We need to find yours where it's like it ain't necessarily a weed. You see what I'm saying? You we need something to take you personally out of the engagement to it. That I can't think of like something that would annoy you where it's like, nah, you can't even be in here doing that. You know what I mean? Even though it's like, bro, it's really not that big of a you're deal. Not but spending money. Like I run a business. It's like the, the only thing that would annoy me is you're not in there to spend money. Like, which is without the point that I'm getting to with the weed shit. Like, bro, if I got a pocket full of money, if, so who cares if I smell like weed? You sell food, right? I'm here to buy food. Like, what I smell like ain't got shit to do. Drive through, buddy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm coming in. I'm sitting down. And I'm eating with my family. Yeah, Whether I put out with the police, not. buddy. Nine one one. That's that bullshit. Whatever. That's like, bullshit. it's it's still that business. Like, I'm not saying it's the right. But you're in I'm business. Not. You're in business to make money. You're going, and, I, you're and I'll make another dollar after you. And, and here we go again. Another week in the books of lose problem with authority. You're not in business to kick me out of your fucking restaurant because I. You can't like tell food. nobody what they in business for. <laughs> That's their business, food, Don't tell them what they. You don't tell them what they. You selling food and I got money. You should sell me food. I'm not a Any, you, anything smart. short of me like being racist or just, like, being openly disrespectful to you. I can understand that. If you're, However, okay. I'm just smelling like weed and you sell food and I want to buy food. I don't see the problem. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a thing either that would be like. If I that's why I, said, saying, I can't like, think of it now. Unless, it you, unless you just came in there bullshit. Like the only thing that I could think of, like, is you just came in there didn't want shit. And you didn't mm-hmm. want to buy it. Like the, the example that I would give is I was in a corner store before in the hood on 28th from Clifton in Nashville. People know all about it. Um, my only problem with people that came in there was when they wasn't coming to buy it. Mm-hmm. They came in there smelling like shit. They came in there smelling like weed, <laughs> like whatever it might be. Hey, bro, they, wanted, they wanted their beer. They wanted to play their numbers. They wanted to buy some candy, whatever it may be. I do not care. It doesn't matter to me. Buy what you need to buy and you out. That's why I said. I still think compromise. I think having a conversation with the, like, my here's the thing is, like, I remember me and you when we first was doing this. And I was like, hey, if we get put on, if some opportunity come, like the call come, are you be available and stuff? And I was like, you was like, I have to see if I got the time. I'm like, man, what's five minutes? You're like, and then you told me, this is what you told me, and it always stuck with me. You said, you, bro, how are you going to tell me what time I have or what I'm going to do with my time? That's what you told me. So if it's somebody's business, who cares what you feel about authority? What you feel about weed smell? It don't. It's my. I. It, you can't tell nobody what they gonna do with their bit. Like, you you sell food, so sell me food. Like you're a rapper, rap, rap for me. No, I'd sell you no food, rap, bro. You're a podcaster. Talk about something deep. Like no, <laughs> man, come on. Like so, I, I get it. I think they're gassing. I think it's crazy. It's not necessary. But if it's, I mean, again, if you work that hard and you got to the point of owning your own situation, and that's whatever it is, if it ain't that, if it's like, hey, yo, like we don't, you drunk, you fall in places, you gotta go, or you, you extra loud, like we, we keep a certain volume level. If that's a thing in a restaurant, like, hey, we like to keep a certain volume level. Y'all are loud and laughing loud. 
You know what I'm saying? Like I, I warned y'all, y'all too loud. We keep a volume level in our whatever it is. It's like if this is our rules and our business, it's my business. You can say I, I'm trash. I hate. You, I don't like you. You whack. Whatever you want to say about the that's fine. But it's their business. They earn that right too. So it's like, that's you know, fair. you know, um, still gonna walk in there smelling like a pound. I know. Let them deal with it. I, I know. Let them deal with it however they but, want. But that's to. fine though. If somebody, I mean, if somebody tell you, well, you know, you get the point. But if I'm spending uh, money, I should be good. But no, I get what you're saying. Okay, <laughs> that's funny though. That's some good good stuff there. But <laughs> um, tying it back kind of to what we were talking about, Ja. We t- so this week we're talking about um, this is the part two of Mood is King. We're talking about content consumption. And content distribution, what brought me to this, Lou, is I speak about it in different variations. I've talked about it from a music standpoint, television, and and we've kind of alluded to it a few times. And it's very ironic how it ties into the John Morant situation in some aspects. Um, but I've really been wanting to talk about this because me and you are, is this what they call middle age? What's middle age? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I've heard some people get it off later, like fifty something. I'm like, is that still middle age? Where, where's the, where the gap at? I, I don't. I'd be like, you know. Um. So I know that things have changed probably dramatically for you. Uh, things have changed dramatically for me. Y'all heard me put it all on the line and tell y'all actively what I struggle with, and even some unreleased stuff. Y'all kind of get a little bit more context when that does come out at some point. But with that being said, when did you realize? that the content you consumed was affecting things about you and the things that I refer to as your mood or your motivations or your mannerisms when I stopped consuming it um, I didn't realize how heavy of a role that music played in my mood yeah. uh, and how I carried myself and just my overall day to day until I stopped listening to it every day and it's a subtle thing that you notice and you know like, oh. it's a subtle thing that you notice and then of course since I'm a, an avid communication studying person I started learning about when I told you about the, the megahertz shit and the, the frequencies and listening to that mm-hmm. listening to different podcasts and, and, and different YouTube videos just about how the different frequencies of what hip-hop music was on and what I listen to on a daily basis. You start to realize that when you don't listen to that stuff as much, you're more open to a perspective, at least in my case, I was more open to perspectives that I hadn't considered before. I know one of the problems, not one of the problems, one of the perspectives or one of the ways that I carry myself being younger, like, if if you went against what we were doing or you had a different thought set or mindset because of how locked in we were yeah. on what we were doing music wise dress wise ladies wise how to make money like for us there was a certain way to do those things if you didn't do it that way if you had another approach to it if you weren't as engulfed in it as we were then i considered you a certain way you were like lame you weren't qualified to, mm. to, to be in circles with the people that we hung out with and I realized that a lot of that shit came from music like when I came down here to Georgia um, 
I started listening to more podcasts because I was doing podcasting more. And what I found that that did for me is I was much more open to listening to different perspectives. Versus, like I said, when I was listening to a lot of music, it was like this way or the highway. And I haven't really got into the, the study of what that is or what that was, but I definitely noticed it. And the example that I would give is like we had Dan on here, just even being friends with Dan. Um, me and the person that I was when, before I came here and just the mindset that I had, being friends with Dan wouldn't really been a consideration, right? Like I went to a mixed high school, of course, it's just like having a close friend that was so different from me. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not even considering that. Because again, my mindset when I'm listening to what we're focused on yeah. was similar to everyone that I hung out with. It took me being removed from where I was from and the people that I was comfortable with and not consuming as much content to say, hey, well, there's a lot of different perspectives out here and a lot of different people that you can be cool with. And it's not going to take away from who you are as a person. It's not going to take away from your thought processes or beliefs. Like that, you can have different people around you, and they can add to what you value. Mm-hmm. But it, it took me to stop listening to Master P every day, or <laughs> Ti every day, or Lil Wayne or Jeezy every day. It took me to stop doing that. And I didn't understand when I was young. Yeah. Like the criticism that Tupac would get from Congress, I know I remember vividly. C. Dolores Tucker was a person who was they they steamrolled Tupac's uh, albums. And I'm like, bro, music don't got they they full of shit. They ain't got that yeah. much to do with. Yeah. I, I, I as a young kid, I was like, I thought they were bullshit. Mm-hmm. As a 40 year old man, Boy. I 100 under I understand. Boy, because I've experienced <laughs> and I'm living it right now. Yeah. Like I listen to music, maybe. Yeah. Twice a week, one time a week. Like what? What do you? I watch you TV say all what's day, listening? every day. What's listening like? I want to hear this song, so I'm gonna put it on. Okay. And most of the times, nigga, that's oh, so like that's real Dross or or Aretha Franklin. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's like you know what I'm saying. It's it's that bag now that I'm this age. Like yeah. it's very like man, of course J Cole and yeah. new songs that come out because I do a hip hop podcast. But if I'm saying I like last night, I saw this video of. Uh, how Drake flipped the sample of the Whitney Houston song I Have Nothing. Oh, that nothing, yeah, that's crazy. Bruh. Tuscan leather. Bodyguard was one of my favorite fucking movies for some reason as a kid. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I have no Me idea. Too. Me too. But that's it's, it's crazy. A lot of black men, I don't know what that is, though. We need to do a study on that. Because I wanted I, to be a bodyguard. Remember I told you, like, bruh, yeah. I, that movie was like one of my favorites for a long time and I, I, I don't know what the fuck it was about it but I've met other brothers who said the same thing like oh that's my shit bodyguard but that song yeah. I have nothing like when I say like every now and then I listen to music I saw that tape and I'm like man that's my shit I want to listen yeah. to that song I listen mm-hmm. to that song like before I went to sleep or whatnot. but it's not in the sense of every day now I'm getting in the car I'm putting in the latest album I'm listening to this or I'm listening mm-hmm. to my favorite album I don't do that anymore mm-hmm. and I've yeah. seen that I mean, it's, it's changed my mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, you said it's kind of the yeah this way or the highway. Do you find yourself if you're about to try to listen to something new? Do, do you ever get triggered a little bit where it's like, oh, you, like I don't know. It might be different for you because you're such an open-minded person. Maybe you're not as dismissive, but 
Do you ever get triggered of feeling that feeling like as soon as you about to you check out something new? Like, like you know what? I'm going to try something today. I'm just going to go out of pocket here yeah. and listen to something. Then as soon as you hear it, you're I like, ah. And they, I they feel like they're forcing today. something on me. Or I mean. I try to listen to that NBA young boy. Oh, man. The over the weekend. Whoa. I mean, I've I tried fucked with him. I ain't going to lie. I, I tried you, you were an avid on deck listener. You remember I, when that 38 baby came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you did talk about that. Yeah. That was my guy. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, this might be the next dude. But I listened to it just over the weekend because he had the little thing going on with uh, Dirt. Mm-hmm. His new album. I went, oh, okay, let me hear what he's talking yeah. He was so angry. Like that, that, and that's some, like I said, 20, 23 years old. Like, I'm not picking up on that. Like, he's just talking that talk. Okay, yeah. cool. At 40, yeah. it's like, oh, this nigga, what he so mad for, bro? Like, why is he? Right. Like, that's what I found myself. I didn't get past six songs. I cut it off. I'm like, bro, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not this mad. I'm not in this mood. Oh, I don't want to be in this mood. So I'm cutting this off. Yeah. I tried it. I just, I wasn't fucking with it. It's cool. I'm not saying that it was bad music. I'm not saying that they were bad songs. But the attitude of it was just so much anger. And I was like, bro, I don't, don't want to hear this. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to digest this. I don't want this in my system. Because you process it. And and I know we talk about frequencies, but music is also spiritual too, bro. It really affects the spirit as well. You know, it, it, it's it's a lot of that too. And I'm sure you can come across studies where melodies, harmonies, you know, where the baseline is lined up at the certain words that are being. It's a lot of it's a lot of that. And for me, um, it's kind of like I kind of was falling off slowly, but I, I wasn't necessarily. At, I got to the point. Over the last few years Where I stopped even Checking out new stuff I'm like okay That was like the first Disengaged Keeping up It's like okay I'm just listening to What I like now The same old And my few that I frequent But then after a while It started to even become Like you know Of course my favorite is Drake What was Drake And you know Of course the Coles The Kendricks But even then When I start to feel like Okay There's compromising here Like you guys are not Aging with me so then it really started to put me even further out of it. I'm like, y'all, y'all still trying to keep up with 24-year-olds making music that way. And I'm like, I can't get with it. And then after a while, just where I'm moving in my life with my wife, I'm trying to be a certain type of man. I'm trying to be what I see myself being, how I conduct and carry yeah. myself. And I can't get behind the messages. I can't, um, I can't dole my light for this moment of enjoy enjoyment that's how i look at it I, I i'm gonna suspend what i i believe and suspend what i'm into and my morality and where i stand as a man to enjoy this for a second but there's, my head. but the, yeah but they're saying everything that i am against and this nigga about this about i do this with these you know i got these i took this man like i like bro i can't get with all of this I'm just I can't like I can't support I'm Coach Carter bro I can't I can't support that message you know what I'm saying so uh, just when I start getting to that point that place where my my faith and my morality started to really get at me where I'm like okay this is the type of man I'm going to be I'm trying to be a man of action I had to start with music consumption because I can't consume and bang this stuff at my ignorant levels and so I found a way to do it now the rap I listen to is more clean rap and I feel good I be feeling good about it who is it clean like, well, I mean like Lecrae out. you know I like Lecrae uh, 1k few uh, mostly Christian rappers All that's what I like Christian rappers he's a Christian rapper yes and then I I mean do you listen to any secular like regular rap oh, some of that stuff still hit rotation like it's yeah. uh, I still keep crit like, crit is in my rotation still um, crit is there um, you look like I, I, oh yeah definitely crit all day <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and we know, I know, I know he's not what, where he was, but I still enjoy his intentionality of it. And that's that's you know. Uh, but there's still some other there's some artists. If I look at my phone, I could probably find a few, but I deleted a ton. I mean, my I cleared it out crazy like a few weeks ago. I couldn't believe I did it. It was real devotion. I was like, babe, I'm doing it. She's like, doing what? I said, I'm deleting it. She's like, I can't believe you delete. And I said, bro, I had like two thousand songs. I had so many tapes, so many albums. Save to your phone. Phone. Like on a streaming service or like no, you bought it. Like the real you bought it. No, bought these it? are like I got these are tapes. These are mixtapes, variations of real official releases, DJ mixes. Yeah. This is over the years. I I had more than that before I left the job, but I just couldn't get it on my drive. I probably had 5,000. Bro, I was a junkie for this. Like, for real. Uh, What do you miss the most? Do you miss any of it? uh, I guess I miss the bliss, but it's all tied into where where I was. Bliss? What's that mean? bliss like not the naive naivety is that the word being not the naiveness of it where you're at an like age just new music well just thinking all that shit was true believing they were superheroes stuff like that well not i never believed these dudes yeah. was i mean i guess kind of in some way you're bad i ain't gonna lie you ain't gotta be the same never bro i, I no, used to think rappers were fucking superheroes nigga, when i was younger yeah i mean 15, well they 16, were like when i was a kid but I guess I always think about when I'm an adult. I don't think so much as a kid. Yeah, absolutely. But as a, as an adult, I'm more so super niggas back then. Bro. Yeah, but naiveness. What I mean is just more like I, my understanding of the world, my understanding of society, and the effects of things like just not knowing anything, just being young and like I'm I'm with whatever I'm rocking with right now. Now I'm at the point where I got I got convictions that I'm like I can't get with this, some of this. You know what I'm saying? So now I probably missed that You've little grown bit. so much as a man where you're saying I can't even digest this because it's against my moral fabric. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That's what I'm oh. saying. That's yeah, yeah, because it you so yeah. Like what about do you go out? Like what about if you go out somewhere? Yeah. Do you avoid places that play music like that? No, hey, is it that? Are you that adamant about it? Where you don't want to hear it at all? Like you no. still go out? You can't. Like, you can't. You, you and your wife go to clubs? Nah, that was never our thing. Was do you go to thing. clubs at all? Nah. I get. I, I think I. So I realized you wouldn't be any place where these music, where this music was playing, unless you. Yeah, I was. I was at a a few weeks ago. We was at a, a wedding um, uh, reception. They was getting get to it. They were getting to it. How, getting to it. How how was that for you? <laughs> Uh, it, it was just, I just more so was like, man, I remember I used to really be with all this. Was you dancing and shit? Nah, I wasn't dancing, but I just wasn't in, I wasn't even in space. I, I think I got to. Is it I'm because just, you don't enjoy the music as much? That's a part of it, yeah. I think. But that day why I didn't dance that day. I'll dance still like whatever, but I think that is a, that's a strong part of it. It's more, it's more of it than I'll I think. dance is probably the craziest thing for me. Huh? You say dancing? <laughs> I'm joking. I was joking. You missed it. I was saying, I'll still dance is probably the craziest three words for me that I would. I'll still. <laughs> never. Never. That's funny. Not um, dancing at all. I get a little too stuck. So, you know. wait. So, since you stop listening to that type of music, when you go out places like this with your wife, mm-hmm. you're wanting to enjoy yourself. Does it, it, it doesn't sound like it hits the same. It doesn't sound like that you can be like, I will turn it up. I'm just here to have a good time. At this wedding reception, it's not really processing in my soul or really deeply with me. I'm just enjoying this shit. It doesn't sound like that you're able to do that. 
Uh, I, I mean, I'm able to do it. I, I, I'm only only able to do it to a certain point because I look at it like the Matrix, bro. Like yeah. I was, I had the wire plugged in the back of my head, and like once I've gotten out of it, I see that's like, oh, this is all like I'm better off without it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of living in the Matrix, I'm better out of it, and so. It's not so much hard for me, like oh, I, I can't have a good time, and that I'm, I'm so convicted all the time. But it's more of I just like, dang, y'all still plugged in. Like that's kind of how I see it. I'm like, dang, y'all still plugged in. Like y'all, some of these messaging and what they're pushing, you you don't even realize what is subconsciously implanted. Because stuff's just subconsciously implanted. Like I start realizing, like, dang, when did I when was I when did I become cool with this? And I was like, oh, this is where that started. And, and you know. So, but what I what I want to ask, going a little further, what's just maybe it could be recent. It had to be a long answer here, but like, what is something you consume and you knew you had to get out of there? You was like, well, I mean, obviously the NBA young boy was probably the number one right there, but like, even if it's television or a podcast, or you give it something a chance, and not because it was bad, like it was bad quality anything, but it's like, oh, what is this? Oh, no, I think I gotta. This ain't. Oh, no, I gotta get out uh, yeah. of here. Or maybe, or maybe you consumed it all, processed it after you consumed it all. Maybe it was a ten episode podcast or documentary or whatever it is. You consumed it, and then after you did, you was like, "Damn, why did I? Why did I put myself through that? Why did I consume that? I don't think the, I need two to things. The two things. Okay. One is I I don't watch scary movies. Okay. This is a more joking level. I don't watch scary movies at all. I don't. Yeah. I don't believe that the shit can happen. Like with my mind, like I'm more logical person. Like none of that shit is good to me because I just my imagination doesn't stretch that far, and that, my imagination doesn't stretch in that direction. Like, bro, I'm not trying to see Freddy Krueger. It's not because I'm scared to see anything. That just like it, it doesn't interest me at all because there's no way that I think that it can happen. That's one of them. The other, and this will probably be more interesting, and you'll probably have more questions about. As a podcaster, as someone who as I'm, yeah. I'm I'm saying this as a humble brand. I'm I'm versatile in what we do. I can pretty much talk about anything mm-hmm. and be good at it. I avoid like the play those podcasts to talk about $200 dates 50-50 bills just general relationship shit that they've seen on Twitter and they want to argue about Mm -hmm. I make sure that none of that shit comes across my database none of that shit is 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 input into my mind because I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to be considered part of that class. I don't want anyone to associate me as a media person with that stuff that you see on your Twitter timeline that talks about, oh well, see she I won't say Kevin Samuels because I, I respected he how eloquent it. he was he and how he did it. Yeah. However, there are a lot of people who try who are trying to do the same thing yeah. who don't do it well, yeah. and it just leads to dumb, redundant conversations. Mm-hmm. So, as a podcaster, someone that's in this space, I'm very aware of trying to avoid that. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want to talk about it. I ain't got no thought process on that because I don't feel like I am here to help you with your relationship. I don't. I, I ain't here for that. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. that ain't spike glue. That ain't what spike glue do. So that's the other thing for me. That's what I 100% avoid because I don't want to be sucked down into that hole of people looking at you and egregiously agreeing or disagreeing with your thought process on some relationship that works yeah. for you and it ain't it's too me. subjective. I mean, everything's kind of subjective though, but for the most but part. But that especially. Yes, yeah, that gets even more though. Like that's another. Uh, well, what what I was what about for to, you? Well, so there was a couple shows I watched some years ago. I watched a show called Bates Motel. I stopped. I stopped that after the first episode. Yeah, that ain't true. Like you, well, you just spoke to well these two shows you would have never watched anyway. Uh, Bates Motel, which is a prequel to Psycho for the old Psycho movie, and even the Christian Bell one or whatever. Um, and then I watched a show called The Originals, which is also a prequel to Twilight. Um, I watched those shows and I enjoyed Twilight the same. movies. The Twilight movies. There's yeah. A, There's a prequel that, TV a show. It's called The Originals. Yeah, the Twilight movies. So there's a pre. Yeah, it was good. I mean, you might. I don't know how you feel about wolves and vampires and yeah, but anyway. Um, but when I walked away from watching both of those, I base motel and that it was weird and dark. It was just a dark energy. It had a weird dark energy, and I was just like, I don't even know why I was watching these. Like when I got done with, it, I was like. They were good shows for what they were, but I kind of was like, this is too dark. I don't even know why. Like, the the, the originals yeah. take place in, like, New Orleans, and it's mostly nighttime shots, and it's, you know, vampires bleeding and biting people out. And, you know, I mean, it's like going crazy. Baseball tell he just, you know, he's killing. He's trying to be human, but he got a problem, and he's just killing people. And, like, yeah, it's just, I, I just, I didn't know what Wait. I was on. Trying to be human, he wasn't human. Not human, but trying to be normal. I guess, quote unquote, normal, like a regular kid. But he had issues with his mom, and you get the big reveal at the end. Like you know, his mom was, he was dressing up as his mom. Like his mom wasn't even there the whole time. Um, but yeah, I just went in a dark space, and so I knew after that I got out. That's why some shows when we were doing homework, I was like, ah, as soon as I, like Your Honor or something like, that, I said, like, yeah, I gotta get out of there because I know where that dark oh, space takes me. Yeah, it was good for what it was, but I knew I said I gotta get out of here. It's it's too dark. It's going somewhere too dark. Not enough light there. Um, yeah. Let me switch over to the angle here. Uh, distribution. When did you realize your content that the content that you put out makes people feel a way, good or bad? And did, and and did you have to make adjustments? Or did you intend to make adjustments accordingly yeah. based on a response where he's like, mm, okay, maybe I should take this route or this so way? So I still haven't, I don't think that I've wrapped my mind around it yet because most of the people that I interact with on a daily basis don't talk to me about my content. Right, like I don't, like I'm at home chilling with my mom, and my cousins, and all my friends that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. They're not talking to me about man, Louie. You said this on this, mm-hmm. and and I did like because because I know those people personally, and I don't know if they listen or not. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I guess we just have a lot more to talk about than what I think on a podcast. So it's still kind of a new space for me to consider 
what I'm saying because I don't feel that this is a personal thing. I don't feel that I'm as big as I should be or want to be yet. Oh, okay. We start. I don't think that my word is getting out there as much as I would think it is. So I don't yeah. get people coming to me a lot and being like, "Wow, well, I, I don't know you from Adam Spike Lou, and this is what I yeah. think." And even if it does, it's like more in a joking manner. I would say I don't really take it serious. Hmm. Um. So yeah, I, it's hard for me to say or answer that question. It's hard for me yeah. to answer. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know I mean? Yeah, I, I think it does. The exposure plays a heavy part because you have to have yeah. been exposed to. Okay, like, these are the people I don't know. It's like be such a wave of. People yeah, I have like no I've idea about. People, I've had people like you said that I've had no idea. Like me and you met through this, mm-hmm. through doing this, and yeah. like you're a good guy. I'm glad that we met or whatnot. However, it's not been a lot on the other end of it to give me an accurate gauge. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that I interact with, they give me a response and they say, "Hey, you're doing a great job. I love it." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't take that. Not saying that, not being hard on myself. But also knowing that if there's some person that loves it, there's also probably somebody out there that hates it. Okay. So not putting too much stake in the people that I've met to say, hey, man, you do a wonderful yeah. job. Because just my personality, I know there's also people out there that think, hey, man, you suck. Like, you're not good at this at all. <laughs> you're not being good so, at it is probably a reach, but I know what you mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, like just some people. That or somebody like once I don't like, I don't like your take. I don't, I don't like your like take. where you coming yeah. from. Like I don't. Right. Whatever. Yeah. So my point behind yeah. that and saying me not really being able to get an accurate grasp on it is most of the people who respond to this are responding positively. <laughs> I don't really feel out of the negative comments. I don't. I don't read comments. I don't go. You. Tease me about it. I don't really go back and listen to the shows. I'm not in the YouTube comments from on deck. I'm not reading the, the comments from dead end. I, I'm not really engaging with people who who are who are not personally reaching out and saying, "Hey, you're doing a great job." Like most of the stuff that I hear is that, like, "Hey, man, you're doing a great job. I really appreciate. It. I like this. You do. I wouldn't expect this to be that good. I don't get to really hear the other side because I don't go looking for it. I know it's out there, but I just don't go looking." But don't you? I mean, don't you want to count? But, but don't you want to count the wins on the way? What do you mean? Well, you know, because we talk about being present. We already talked about like the journey of doing this, but sometimes stopping and acknowledging, like, hey yo, I'm successful. You know, or hey yo, I'm doing this. Like I'm, 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 I'm moving the needle. So along the way of like in, embracing and acknowledging in real time the wins of like yo I'm doing this many podcasts I've been consistent for this many weeks I've been doing this for a decade the acknowledgement of people saying hey you're doing a good job or or hey I, or you moving the needle it's like nah I, I ain't like this or whatever like don't you think that's a part of the journey at some point do you think you will connect in that you know what I'm saying like I'm, I'm not saying yeah. getting all invested in the comments or the replaying of this or the you know but is there any value in any of those places at some point? Yes, absolutely. I do appreciate it when people tell me because I'm I'm always so surprised since I don't go back and listen. Like I'm, I still sometimes to me it still feels like when me and a Adam Brown was sharing a mic ten years ago. Like we had <laughs> one microphone, mm-hmm. we had a bullshit pull up talk radio station that we were broadcasting on, and it's just. Sometimes it still feels like 
because I haven't reached the ultimate plateau of it that it's still in that place. Mm. So, yeah, when people come tell me, hey, man, you're doing a good job or when you look up and you're consistent or I look up and see the numbers from this podcast or that, it is still surprising to me, though. And I guess the reason that it's surprising because the big break hasn't really happened. Mm-hmm. However, like you said, living in the moment, I'm trying to be better at that. Yeah. Because, like you said, I've been consistent. I do a lot of shows. I have a thought process, and people yeah. do appreciate my opinion. Mm-hmm. When you have your head down and you're trying to ultimately build an even bigger thing, mm-hmm. it's hard to pay attention to those and take those. Like I, I, it's a me thing. Yeah. I know I need to do a better job of it. But again, to answer your question, I'm always surprised when I get like when my mom listen to something sometimes. Well, I listened to this and it was good. <laughs> you heard that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or even like one time, I'd never forget. I was at the airport, and it was a uh, shout out my homie Mon. He he does A and R work out in L. A. Now. I'm going through security. He was like, bro, I know you from somewhere. And I was like, I'm pretty sure, bro. You have no idea who I. I don't know you. I've never seen you before. I'm pretty sure that you don't know who I am. He's like, nah, I do know you, bro. And then he kept looking. He's like, you do On Deck TV podcast. I was like, yeah, I do. He's like, nah, I listen to y'all. Again, I had never That's seen crazy. him before. Never ran into him. And, I, and again, that was so surprising to me to think that I remember when we were doing this and it was five people listening and we were sharing the mic. <laughs> so for me to go to the airport and a nigga to look at me and be like, bro, I know you from somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's surprising as hell to me because I'm still thinking, like, we ain't, you ain't made it big yet. So you're still in the, the, the same yeah. boat that you were in when you started. Yeah. And that's just me having yeah. to get out of that mind space. And they, and they don't, and it's not promoted. Nobody talks about, you know, I'm, I'm, I have an appreciation for people that may not like some people are are going to just be the Steve Kerr on the Bulls, you know, John Paxson. Some people going to be the Udonis Haslam. You know, some people. I'm not saying that's us, you, anything like that. What I'm saying is, what helps me, and I haven't done this no nowhere near as long as you have, but what helps me is. As things continue to unfold and we get these responses and feedback, what it helps me to do is put the narrative in the right space or at least put the role in the right space. It helps me to understand, okay, this is going to be my role. And then it kind of makes me try to get an idea of the trajectory. I try not to, you want to look at the biggest thing, you, you know, ultimately the goal is to leave work. You know what I'm saying? That's and that I think that's a to fine make a sustainable goal. Sustainable living off of this. That's yes. the goal. Sustainable. I and that, I think that you. Living. I want to be able to provide for my family. I want to be able to provide jobs for my friends. I mm-hmm. want to be able to do what I want to do on a daily basis. That's yes. the goal. Yeah. Be able to do this and generate enough income. Where I can wake up and be like, I know if I drop this, I'm making this much money, and that's going to keep me good for the month. Yes, that's the goal. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's interesting. Um. I definitely haven't. I, I I don't think I've had that experience, but but I did have an experience when I worked at a job years ago when I first did role, and I had been trying to get this thing off the ground for a while. I was trying to get voice actors. I was talking to this white dude I worked with. He was just he was like my first door to 
a whole different experience. Like he just was up on stuff. I went to his house. He had like an arcade in his basement. Had like costumes, swords. Like he was just into. He was in videography. He was just a different. He used to be a teacher. Traveled over. He was just a different guy. Shouts out to Joe. And I, I never been exposed to it, but I just would soak up game. Anything he was talking about, I was because I ain't had no white friend as an, a grown man. So I was like, everything he was talking about, I was like listening, taking it all in. What you say? With Joe Edmund. Oh, he's running his own business. He, he, he him and his wife is running. Uh, print, damn print. Yep, you still cool. Yeah, he can hit yeah. me up anytime. Yeah, I mean, I don't reach out enough. <laughs> like dire. Oh, no. He can hit me up anytime. You know, I mean, I, I'm not the reach out guy. You know, I mean, every, every, all my friends, I'm not like the reach out guy. I think about, I will reach out at moments, but it probably won't be in the time people will like it to be. Anyway, kind of. Why, why do you say? What is, stop right there for a second. Why mm-hmm. do you say you're not the reach out guy? What does that mean? Like you don't you yeah. don't call your friends? I do, but I I just don't call that often. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't I mean, know. Any particular reason? It's just not. I have no idea. I honestly have no no real. I'm the same way though. That's why I ask. But not, I give a lot of energy when I. But I. But difference is when you get on phone me, you get a lot of energy. You are gonna get the energy of, hey, oh, right, what's up? What's going on with this? Oh, okay. Well, now you might see, but when we do talk, you are gonna get an hour out. You're going to get an hour from me. Like, we're going to have a real... So, that's the thing. We don't talk as often, but when you do, you're going to get my... my It's best I can undivided. But anyway, just to try to wrap this up, Joe exposed me to, here's what you need to do. I told him I'm trying to do a fictional podcast. I'm trying to do a drama. I want to create the story and all this. Uh, shortly after that pandemic happened, things changed. So, then I had to figure things out on my own. And... He needed his mix board back. I think he let me use it or borrow it or something. He needed it back for something. So I ended up basically figuring out how to do it all off my phone and everything. And then when I was promoting it on Facebook at the time and Instagram, he had checked it out and he had called me and he was blown away. And I was like, I was eating it up. Like he was like, he's like, man, dude, he probably was drunk. But he's like, dude, this is man. I I can't believe it, man. You talked to me so many times about this, bro. This Y'all is, the same age? Was he older? Nah, he's old. He probably about, might be about your age. Might be about, but he was just like, <laughs> he was just going crazy on the phone. I was like, man, I appreciate. It. Nah, man, I'm telling you, it sounds studio quality. Like, I mean, the sound, man, the story, the weed thing, and like he was getting so into it. So, uh, that and I get, I get love all the time for that show. But nonetheless, um, before that, when I was getting drunk with my friends trying to beat Joe Budden, do my Joe Budden impression. My wife used to get on my head about, I don't think that's the right way. So that now that I'm, I'm doing this with you, it definitely made me see what works, what's right, and what's not right as far as being what intentional. You, what's the difference? As well, as, because... Do you feel like this is more professional? It's professional, but it's like... Um, being like, like, I was a person, do as I say, not as I do. That's a problem. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's who I was. Now, now I'm on that type of time. It's like, nah, let me let my. That's why we go back to the moral thing and all that. It ties back into that because I am at that space where it's like, hey, yo, now I'm acting it out too. I'm I'm doing it and I'm saying it. So I was that type of person. And she's like, I don't think people getting the message. You over here getting drunk, but you're talking about this and you're talking about these things. I don't think if that really works yeah. <laughs> and I was just Woman ignorant gonna tell you, boy. boy and I was Woman just ignorant and in my space like you don't understand I'm about to we gonna, this thing gonna blow up we make a compelling content it's funny it's this and, yeah nah uh, does so, she listen does your wife listen to this no 
But she did yeah. does, but she has listened to my other one, and she's all caught up, and she loves it now. She was like, "Yo, this right. is bro, yes." She listened to it. She's like, "This, she loves it." She's like, "This is, she's like, this is sexy." I'm like, "Yeah, that's fire right there." So you know, uh, all right, man. Just to just to lastly, just close this off. What do you want to be? Nah, I think I asked you that before. We already said that. Here, I'll just say this then. Uh, anybody that's listening, even if you're not a podcast, you're not a musician, you're not doing anything necessary to put content out. Be intent. Pay attention to how people perceive you based on how you carry yourself and in a real way. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't people are always looking. So always, always keep that in mind. That's all I'm gonna say. Is like people are always looking. Keep that in mind. Conduct yourself to the best of your abilities as a black man in this country, in this world, amongst your family, amongst people, strangers. You don't have to stoop nobody level. Yeah. Just always remember somebody watching. And you never know somebody be like, bro, that was dope what you just did. You know, I'm t- I can't tell you how many times that happens, but. Um, Spike man Where can they find you bro What you what you got going on currently With the seasons Going and coming right now Yes Perceptions are just As important as reality To piggyback off Of what you said mm-hmm. um, We're doing it Of course Dead in sports Every Monday Every Tuesday night Live stream on YouTube On deck Every Wednesday Hip hop Southern Perspective Podcast On Thursday Succession. Uh, we're reviewing that. We'll have a live succession review. The final episode of the series is coming up on Memorial Day. We will be going live. Uh, that's the day after the season finale. And talking about succession, one of the best shows on TV right now. Of course, another week in the books every Friday. Good earners every Monday on Mob Mondays, man. Um, all of those things so make sure that whatever one of those tickles your fancy that you check it out support rate subscribe like let us know what you think YouTube all of those things just search them Google Google me baby I'm there (laughs) (laughs) oh where can they find you man same thing man Uh, another week in the books on Instagram y'all like I said AWITB2022 at Gmail and y'all already know same thing me and partner up on both this and good earners but if y'all haven't already man go check out Roll the audio drama series I'm keep on pushing it I'm telling y'all y'all will be surprised that what I created there and you listen you're like oh wow this is totally different I didn't see this coming go check out Roll the audio drama series man uh that's it man we out, we out.